Hey everyone, Alex here with a brief editor's note. I have to apologize because I did not realize until I logged into Patreon uh, and our, our site last night uh, to post the new episode that I did not post a, uh, a side quest on either the Patreon or the main feed last week. So you're getting a bonus double-sized side quest with a lot of topics including such things as John's new Pixel Watch, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, uh, Lays that are flavored like Doritos Cool Ranch chips. I can't wrap my brain around it still. Um, and uh, and some other small TV and music-related topics. So please give it a listen. You'll hear the previous side quest first, a small musical interstitial which is a parody of Taylor Swift's song Karma by at Cartervale Music on TikTok about Kermit the Frog. And then we'll go into this week's side quest, which we recorded last night, uh, about cyberpunk edge runners and a few other small topics. So please give it a listen. Thank you for your patience. I'm sorry that I missed uh, the side quest this past uh, see in this last episode rotation week sequence whatever you want to call, call it and uh I, I will make sure that this does not happen again thank you side Anyways, quest side quest i got a pixel watch how is it i i mean i like it a lot more than my fossil watch that i had i had a fossil sport 2 i think is what it was called uh for those who don't know i own android products because one time my older brother alex's and my older brother andy said hey john we should make an app so i designed an entire graphical user interface for an app that we were going to call uh i can't remember what it was going to be called spotter maybe or something like that and the whole point of it was so you could go around and geotag graffiti and earn points on a leaderboard for all the geotags that you had. And you could fill in information about the artist that did it and yada, yada, all this stuff. And it was just a way for people to start mapping out graffiti and street art all over the world. And then Andy decided, he, he convinced me to get Android, an Android phone to test it on because he was like, it'll be so much easier to program for Android. I already know Java, blah, 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 all this, all this crap. So I went out and I bought an Android phone and then he was the next like day. He's like, I bought an iPhone, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and so then I was stuck with this Android phone that I had just re-upped my contract with 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 uh, AT and T at the time. Anyways, uh, so I've been an Android fan ever since, just because I like uh, the customization and the way it works and like the open ecosystem. It just I I like everything about it. It just works for me. I don't care for Apple's closed ecosystem. I still use Apple products. I have an iPad and I have a MacBook, and I hate iCloud more than anything in the world. Um, that's I probably hate other things more than that. But anyways, uh, yeah. So the Pixel Watch is Google's first actual um attempt at making a watch in their ecosystem of pixel devices and it seems loads more accurate with all of its uh counting of steps and you know heart rate monitoring and breathing and all of the fitbit stuff basically it has fitbit built into it uh and they give you six months of fitbit premium for free which is pretty cool but yeah it's uh it seems to be doing a much better job of all of those biometric things than what my fossil watch was doing because that thing was not great but it was okay it just wasn't great um there's some weird design choices i don't quite understand but i'm not gonna harp about them things like you know it's got a pretty thick bezel but you can't really see it because all the watch faces like kind of black out around the edge it's got a really nice bright oled screen so it saves on battery because it's actually like all anything that's black displays as the black screen yeah yeah it just you know some smart decision making there it gets pretty good battery life like i think i can probably get i could probably get about 36 hours out of it which to me is good the fossil watch i was lucky if i got 20 um yeah but i can wear this all day and sleep through the night and then put it on the charger in the morning and have it, ch- it charges extremely fast, which is great too. 
So, um, but yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing special. I don't think it's necessary for anybody to have a smartwatch of any sort. But for me, because I've been monitoring my health more, I wanted to upgrade to something a little more modern that had better biometrics on it. And I didn't really want to buy a Fitbit, even though they have better battery life all around now. I think some of the Fitbits and some of the Garmin uh, Android smartwatches have like seven day batteries in them. Wow, yeah. which is fucking crazy, but they last for a week, and that's one of their big like selling points is how long they last. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, the size of a brick on your wrist. Yeah, they're pretty big. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, I love it. It's round, which is cool. It looks really, it looks really pretty. Uh, it's got haptic feedback in the dial, so it, it clicks when you're moving the dial up and down. Um, you know, it it doesn't. It's not a very big watch, so it doesn't feel bulky and weird like the old watch. Like I had a Motorola Moto 360 back in the day. That was a very heavy watch. Um, I like the band construction. This silicone rubber stuff or whatever this is um, works really well. Um, the sizing a little weird though. I. I I had like I have the smaller band on now and I'm almost like all the way open and then when I had the larger band on I was almost all the way closed. Hmm. So like I don't know, maybe I just You're had right tiny in wrists. between. <laughs> I have really weird size wrists. We need is the medium awkward. band. Um but yeah, it's a cool device. I like it. I'm happy with it. Um I don't plan on returning it. I've considered upgrading my phone to go along with it just because my phone upgrade would get me like 72 hours of battery life on my phone, which I currently only get like 20 because my phone's always blowing up people on discord. But anyways, that's all I know about the pixel watch. I like it and you might too. Cool. But not, yeah. not if you're an Apple fan. Yeah. I don't think either of us are getting one since we have iPhones. I have an Apple watch, uh, series seven. And uh, it is nice. But my thing with smartwatches is that I think it just allows me to prioritize my responses, which I like. But it also causes me to forget about things that I don't deem immediately important that come in. (laughs) Like, I will get the notification somebody texted me, and if I'm like, oh, I can wait to respond to that, then oftentimes I lose it for multiple hours or days before getting back to it. <laughs> Whoops. Does it does it give you suggested replies on the watch, too? Yes, but... so Yeah, and sometimes I do use those if it's something quick, but I feel like there's some cases where I'm like, oh, I should respond to that more thoughtfully, but I can't right now because I have, like, chemicals in my hand at work, so I will do that later, and then I just generally forget to do it. So, that's my problem with smartwatches, but, you know. I am not really a fan of uh, wearing things on my wrists. So I've never really been into watches that much. That's, my other problem is that, like, ever since I started puberty, I don't understand the bounds of my body, and um, <laughs> I tend to beat the shit out of any watch that I have. And my stainless steel Series Four Apple Watch is still in impeccable condition. It's I just lent it to Nick to give give an Apple Watch a try, but I've been too lazy to sell it on eBay. But I I dropped back down to the aluminum for the Series 7, which uses a weaker glass, and it's just an aluminum case, and I feel like I've beaten the crap out of it already, which is very sad to me. The problems of constant puberty. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little afraid, I guess, because the whole face of this thing is, like, glass, you know? Yeah. But, um... Which kind of scares me because I feel like I've I've already hit it on a couple of things and been like oof like but luckily it hasn't scratched so clearly it's, it's holding up pretty good but yeah I don't know uh I don't really like having things on my wrists either 
just because when I'm typing at a computer, like it kind of raises my wrist in a weird way or like when I'm playing drums, it's not really comfortable, but I don't play a ton of drums anymore. So it doesn't really bother me. And with the computer, it was mainly an issue with laptops. It doesn't matter so much with keyboards. So, but that's just me. Makes sense. I had something else I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember what exactly. Not cyberpunk anime. How uh, was it, Brian? Um, Would you watch more? I do want to watch more. And I especially want to watch more knowing that I'm not getting sucked into something that is going to continue, apparently. Because yeah. CD Projekt Red said they, are, uh, they planned it as a one-off. Mm. Which is great. Um, yeah. I watched the first two episodes... And they're pretty good. And they have, like... Yeah, they're definitely anime as fuck, as I think John put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh... It's well done, I feel, for the most part. And, um... It really, like made me want to play cyberpunk again which i think is also part of what they were going for but yeah. then i started playing cyberpunk again and i kind of got bored immediately <laughs> because they don't <laughs> let you do anything for the first half hour i forgot and then they finally do but then i'm like yeah but i know if i go walking through this alley and there's all these shops and shit i can't actually interact with any of this stuff and then I was like, I kind of just want to go play a real immersive sim. <laughs> you need that, uh, the equivalent of the Skyrim mod that lets you skip the beginning of the game. Yeah, the well, first... I played a different beginning, because, I mean, there's like three, you know? Yeah. But uh, I found this one to be not as good as the other one I played. I did the Corpo start. Same. And I was like, man, why did I pick this? I never want to be a cog in the fucking corporate machine like this asshole. Oh. Yeah, I chose yeah. the corpo start too, and I still don't quite understand when it gives you a dialogue prompt that has like the corpo tag, like what does that even do? Like what purpose does that play? And what do any of the dialogue choices do? It, I feel it's like, not like a they skill give you check two. or anything. Well, they give so if they're in yellow, they progress whatever the dialogue tree is. If they're in blue, it's just more information to fill out the lore. So like, you can kind of keep. There are some situations where you get a corpo dialogue that pushes it forward, but it, yeah, it that. Yes, that does happen. There are some where it's on a timer, so you have to hit it. We're getting into video games and the side quest, guys. We're breaking the rules here. Breaking the rules. Um, But, like, yeah, some of them are on timers. You have to hit it before the timer goes away. Yeah. But it's still, there's no skill check or anything. You know, there are, like, I think there are some, like, dialogue options that do require a skill check of sorts like some yeah. intimidation or something like that but i i don't know I i'm just, sure i'll play more again i, I mean i did look i really liked the game when i played through it the first time but uh the corp the corpo intro is boring like it's it, not yeah. a fun one i think that those dialogue options are mostly meant to like make you feel like the start that you picked has meaning and it gives your character the ability to like expound upon things that are specific to those yeah you know upbringings they, rather than it makes you know. a difference later on for sure but at, yeah in the beginning it just seems like you're kind of going through the motions and it you don't really have much choice in what you say it's not like playing mass effect where you're you know, you picked pick a timed renegade moment and you do something fucking hilarious and and then yeah. that sticks with you for the rest of the game. It's not anything quite like that, which is a bummer, but uh Yeah, I don't know. Um I will say watching the anime made me want to do the third choice and only other choice I haven't tried yet is the street kid one. Hmm. Um, I feel like 
I should do that, and I should play a female character, because I did a male the first time, so I don't know why I did another male. Cyberpunk. Yep. The anime also kind of, I feel like, I don't know if they use some of the same music, or if it's just in the same vein, but I think the music's pretty awesome most of the time, too. And, uh, yeah, the music's great. And they use the same fonts and stuff that they do in the video game. And that's, that's pretty neat. Um, nice. I'm curious to see where the story goes. Yeah, with the uh, with the new... Um, what is it? Liberty something or other? Phantom Liberty? Phantom Liberty. We, I did the same thing last time we tried to talk about it. Well, that too, but I also meant I'm curious to see where the story goes when I watch the rest of the anime. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, that makes sense. Yeah, you guys got anything else of interest? Uh, So Lay's dropped some Cool Ranch Dorito flavored potato chips. They're amazing. I haven't tasted mine yet. Ooh. But speaking of which, they're incredibly delicious tasting. And I want to eat them all, but I, I can't, I'm not allowed to eat them. Yeah. Woodward Corner Market in their weird, or in their section of like strange foreign foods, they have a, uh, like a junk food area, it seems. And it's like, there's a bunch of chips with labels on them that I can't read other than I realize a couple of them are definitely Doritos and they have a <laughs> spicy sour flavor. Huh. I kind of have to try so, those sometime just to see. Chili lime, most likely, I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good to me. common, like, spicy sour flavor like, there that is. that part's I, in I English a, and the rest of it isn't. <laughs> I just bought some, some pumpkin seeds that are uh, chili lime flavored, and they kind of just taste like chemicals. So mm. Yeah, you get that, uh, like, the, like the salt and vinegar chips that just taste like... <laughs> Those are sodium sodium del- acetate. Those are delicious. I don't, oh yeah, don't yeah. Well, but some of them are very very chemically. You know, it just yeah. it tastes like chemicals. It's not vinegary. <laughs> it's fucking attacking. It's acetic acid attacking your tongue. But, but yeah, they, they they were giving out these lays at the Zubu this weekend, and uh, because they expire in like a week, so it's they're just giving <laughs> giving them out to these kids. Uh, but apparently there are also Cheeto dust flavored Lay's out in the wild as well as Funyun flavors and, and I think Fritos as well. But I don't like, why is there a Frito flavored potato chip unless it's like the barbecue fleet Fritos, you know, like I could see that like, but mm. the honey barbecue Frito twists are pretty amazing. Now you're it's making just, me want to make a cocktail where the the rim of the glass is Cheeto dust. <laughs> that's I have to think about what the cocktail would be. But oh, I'm, it's it's I'll gotta be, it, be fucking Gamer Fuel Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two Gamer Fuel cocktail with fucking Mountain Dew as your mixer and <laughs> you know some Cheeto yeah, dust no, it's, rim. No, it's it's the, it's, the, it's, Mountain it's called Dew. the Dorito Pope, and you you serve yeah. it. The Dorito Pope. <laughs> you serve it in a fucking mini Pope hat, and it's got Cheeto dust around the. Where can we get mini Pope hat? Mini Pope hat. I will, shot I will, glasses. I'll, just make 3D, shot. I'll 3D print them for you. <laughs> it's just it's a little Pope hat that you put around your shot glass, you know, or like you top the shot glass Ooh, can, with the Pope can hat. Can you make a Pope hat koozie? Yeah, yeah, I can probably do that. And then, so it's what it is is it's Mountain Dew with moonshine mixed in it because it was Mountain Dew was originally made for Actually, like moonshine, moonshine yeah. and bourbon hence yeah. the name Mountain Dew uh, it was actually some guy's urine that they found on the snow capped mountain in Appalachia <laughs> but yeah and this little shot glass is rimmed in Cheeto dust or you can also rim it in Dorito dust or any of these you yeah. know any of the Lay's brands of chips. <laughs> choose your choose your flavor. Choose your rim. 
Well, that's the thing is depending. Like, so, would if you like the sugar or the salt uh, margarita rim? Uh, if you're, would if you you're like the Dorito or the, the Cheeto, the Cool Ranch one, you're probably going to go with like a Code Red or like a Live Wire. <laughs> and then if you're going to do an OG Green Mountain Dew or like the Thrasher Apple Mountain Dew, you're going to go with more of like the Cheeto Dust or like the Nacho Cheese like Doritos. Mm. You got to have the contrasting color. You know, it's got yeah. it's got to be different in that. God, that sounds awful. <laughs> it's so gross. Some uh, which which one do you get with the mountain uh, with the with the Baja Blast? So what's the Taco Bell exclusive Dorito Pope? Oh, Makes it's sense. the it's the uh, the flaming hot one. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. it's because they have the flaming hot uh, Dorito taco shell that they make. Yeah. Flaming the hot Dew, Cheeto too. dust would go well with a tequila drink. I feel. <laughs> I was like I don't know what maybe it's just because uh, I started eating spicier foods as I got older but those flaming Hot Doritos or Cheetos are really good <laughs> I was I never, never into them as a kid but they're them. delicious now I do like spicier things now much more than I did when I was younger but, so. but your fingers get so gross from those you have to yeah. eat them with chopsticks <laughs> yeah and honestly I'm 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 not into that, so I just don't eat Cheetos God, of any I just, sort. I, no, man, I, miss I don't want the so dust much, on my dude. fingers, man. Dude, th- no, that's it. You got to do what our uncle calls redneck fondue, and he uses he, he uses he, well, no, he uses a, a jeweler's screwdriver for like <laughs> uh, eyeglasses. He'll stab the Cheeto curl with that and yeah. put it in his mouth. But you I, could just I, you could just use like a kebab skewer. Like, I, I just, I've used forks. I've used I suppose whatever it depends on to... how large. If you've got a full size, family size bag, you know, and it, yeah. it it shows up on your doorstep only a third full because that's how they sell that shit now. Like you mm-hmm. need the you need like the need you need a longer. fireplace poker to get in there to get one of those things <laughs> out. You know, I don't know. He but calls it, it but, fondue, but that's the yeah. only way that I would eat that stuff anymore. It's like I don't want the dust on my fingers. I want it in my mouth oh, no. with the Cheeto curl. Or I want it on the rim of my cocktail glass. Uh, oh, I of miss course. I miss yeah. junk food so much, man. Like Cheetos sounds so good right now. I'm gonna relapse. I'm gonna go to seven eleven tonight and get four hundred carbs worth of junk food and eat it. I've, I've got some I've like uh I don't remember what what's the brand that makes all the fancy almond flavors? Uh uh you know what I'm talking about, though. I can't oh, remember the yeah, brand name. I love those. Um, they, they have a they have a habanero barbecue one. Yeah, Blue, Blue Diamond. Diamond. They've got a habanero barbecue flavor that is like off the chain. They I also, like the, the Smokehouse ones a lot. The Carolina Reaper ones are fucking awesome. They are so hot, but they are delicious. I'm not brave enough to buy a whole bag of those things. Just I like. I had I had the Carolina I... Reaper ones at the shop and. Uh, I'm sitting there and Jake, uh, who's not even going to listen to this, but it'd be funny if he did. Uh, <laughs> he, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, these Carolina Reaper things. Like, I my nose is running and I'm all like, <laughs> like you know, that doesn't but sound keep, fun. I keep eating them right because they're so good. And I'm like, man, you got to try one of these. He's like, why are you trying to kill me? And I completely forgot that he has a nut allergy. And I'm sitting there like <laughs> hamming these things down. <laughs> And I'm like, why, dude? Quit being such a sissy and just eat one. He's like, no, I'll die. And I'm like, no, you won't die. It's just, a, it's just a, it's their Carolina Reaper flavor. He's like, no, it's a, it's an almond, you idiot. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You will die. Like you will actually die. I probably shouldn't try and feed this to you. Oh boy, they're super good though, man. They are, they are unbelievably hot, but tolerable. The habanero ones are not hot enough, but they are very good. All right. And I'm well, saying that sounds habanero more my speed if they're not, not hot enough. It's not habanero. It's habanero. There's no accent over the N, just so you know. Okay. I just mansplained habaneros to everybody. Yeah. Sorry. Pretty, pretty important. Anyways. <sighs> hot uh, almonds. Yeah, I'll touch on music because the 14th of October was a big day in music for me because not only, I don't think I talked about it on a side quest because it was when we were doing our planning for our kind of rebranding and reformatting. Um, I've recently come into Lewis Cole, 
who's a very talented multi-instrumentalist. We have talked uh, about him. On not this. on a side quest, really? though, I don't okay. think. Yeah, I think it was only when, when we were doing our planning sessions for the, the reform. Gotcha. But, um, he had a new album out on the 14th called Quality Over Opinion. There's some very, very, very good stuff on it, including uh, the track uh, Park Your Car on My Face, which is very good. <laughs> <laughs> and um I'm tight is also a very good one has an awesome music video of his dancing um and he's just he's so good like perfect sense of humor for me uh very talented very funky he's very good at what he does uh and I found something I, I don't think I ever told you guys but he does he did a song on the Lego Ninjago movie soundtrack Awesome. Which I think just plays during the credits, but it it's such a it's a very funny song and it feels like they they would have made it part of the movie and they had like the lyrics are very much him describing these dance moves that would be impossible for someone who's not a Lego person. And uh and <laughs> it's very funny and very good and uh, it's just a very it's got the sick bass part in it too towards the end. It's so good. Um, so Lewis Cole, check that out. And then the other thing is, uh, I talked about the new Chili Pepper album, Unlimited Love, back on in April when that came out. But they just put out another double album called Return of the Dream Canteen. And um, I've only listened to it a couple times. There's a couple really, really good standout songs that I really enjoy on it. One of them uh, is a single called Tip of My Tongue, which is got a great chorus and, and good stuff to it. Um, and there's another one called afterlife that I really like. That's a very good bass part. And, uh, and yeah, I just, it's weird to have two double chili pepper albums in one year. Uh, I think it was kind of like a, you know, COVID happened and all they could do was just sit around and play and record a bunch of music together, which is awesome. And it's cool to get, 30 something songs out of them in one year uh with john frusciante back in the band so that is cool happy that oh, that yeah. exists and that that's around uh and i guess there's a there's a new taylor swift album out and i've started listening to that and it sounds to me like it's closer to what 1989 was which i think is one of her best albums uh the last two or three have been kind of meh in my opinion. I have listened to some of that Lewis Cole and I will go back to it at some point, but right now I am upset, obsessed with this album that I randomly found, uh, Marxist love disco ensemble is the name of the band, I guess. <laughs> I saw you post this. I, um, I yeah. just remembered it earlier today. I haven't listened to any of it yet, but it's I want to check it out. Their only album, as far as I know, um, and the album name is just MLDE, which is the initials of the band. Um, it is like, I guess the best way I could describe it is it would fall in the genre of new disco. I guess, I guess that's a thing now. Hell yeah. Um, but it's kind of a mix between like maybe earlier uh, Daft Punk, Jamiroquai, and I would say probably Stereolab. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's, I feel like that's the best way I could describe it. But it's, it's pretty sweet. Like the first track, if you listen to the first track and you don't like it, you probably won't like the album. If you listen to that song, you'll probably like the rest of the album. I think it like it's immediately catchy and it's cool and uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna get the vinyl of it. That sounds great. I need to check it out. It's a oh, quick yeah. listen too, it's not very long. <laughs> um one other thing on the music front and T V front. Are you guys watching Andor on yes, Disney Plus? Absolutely. I've watched the first episode. I need to keep going. I just keep hearing all kinds of awesome stuff. It's so very, very, very good. And I'm 
it's yeah very interested to see where it goes and i i, I would uh we definitely need to talk about it when the finale is is right absolutely um erica will probably want to join us again if you don't mind <laughs> yes absolutely. she's been watching it with me um but the uh there's there's a there was music in the most recent episode um that is i've listened to it probably like 13 14 times since the episode came out uh which is less than a week ago it's just so good and it's like <sighs> the dude um the the composer's name is nicholas Bratel, who did the theme song for succession and a lot of music for succession which is very like orchestral like beethoven Bachy, like you know that type of thing stringed instruments that stuff uh and this track that he did for andor it's like they call it the club mix of the song i don't think there's a normal mix of the song but they just call it the club mix and it's very much like so i saw someone on twitter post like a picture of Nicholas Bratel making the Niamos uh, club mix. And it's just, it was just a shot of Daft Punk. And I was like, fuck yeah, because the song <laughs> is so fucking sweet. It's so good. It's really short, but it's super catchy. Uh, and the show is very good too. So people should watch and, or we'll talk about it when it's done and listen to the music. Cause it's very good. All of it's very good, but that track in particular is, it's very good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I think that's a solid side quest. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time. Peace. you guys really only watch like two episodes yeah no here's the problem netflix we're borrowing somebody's password like you're not supposed to and it's only logged in in the tv and i like erica's been home a lot so i don't want to like and if i'm playing games or something she's probably watching tv or something so i haven't gotten a chance to really watch it I uh I've been too addicted to Marvel Snap to do literally anything else. <laughs> oh come it's on. Breathing or Marvel No, I'm just kidding. No, I I, I think he either I, is breastfeeding or, you know, <laughs> playing Marvel Snap. So it's one or the other. Is, I'm not gonna ask that question, never mind. Um the I think it's very good. I think it's but the thing is is that it's very I mean, Brian, I think you said it in the last episode that it's very anime, like super anime. And well, I think John said that first. And then I, I did. It was me. I okay, agreed sorry. with him once I saw it and I knew exactly what he was talking about. There's something about it to me that like, I don't know. I, I'm so out of the anime game. Like, I think the last thing I watched was probably Castlevania, a little bit of Castlevania, like the first season of Castlevania, because I didn't. You I should watch the I rest of them because the whole thing's good. To. Yeah, I've been meaning to go back to it. But um but even that I felt like was very animated. Whereas like there's something about Edge Runners that feels very like um static. Like it's, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like a digital graphic novel more so than it is like an anime to me in some parts at least. Um which maybe isn't fair. I mean, it, it it certainly feels more in the tradition of something like an Aeon Flux and Ghost in the Shell and that kind of thing. Um, but it looks very pretty on my TV. I like all the color in mm -hmm. HDR, which is very nice. Um, and the story seems very cool and m made me very sad in the first episode. <laughs> like, I never oh, even yeah. imagined. I never <laughs> even imagined day. like what does yeah. anime look like in HDR and it probably looks incredible. It's beautiful. Like, it's beautiful. But like, that, never even, that never even dawned on me. All of the like neons and just like bold colors. Like there's it's on it's it's very interesting because it's something that you notice now in like I don't know if you've seen like the screenshots of prey that got on the internet uh, or like even the promotional pictures of her in like the green predator blood 
kind of stuff. Or there's so many games that are just way brighter and bolder and use more color is now because of HDR. Like having that Mm -hmm. wider color gamut lets them play with that stuff a lot more. And um, it makes things pop so much. And I, I really, really enjoy it. And when you watch something that is... You know, it's it's interesting when it's in real life because it lo- the picture looks more like what a sky would look like to you. But when it's something a little bit more removed, like a cyberpunk or even just anime in general, and you just have these super bright, bold colors popping out, it's one of those things. It's like it's Marvel Snap. It's like look at all these colors on this bright screen in my face. I just want to stare at it yeah. all the time. Um. But yeah, no, I like that first episode was so sad to me. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I need this right now in my life at this particular moment. Like it, it, it was, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's very compelling. I think it's a more compelling story than what they tell in the video game, honestly. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, I, I, it's, it's one of those things where I, feel like I need to be in the mood for it, and I haven't quite been super in the mood for it, so I haven't chewed through it as quickly as I think I would. Yeah, I'm just kind of bummed because I feel like I can't talk about any of the spoiler stuff with you guys. We, I, I would like to... I think we can open up on it more. So I, I will... I Here's the thing. I will commit to finishing the show by the next side quest that we do. Okay. I, I, can, get, I can get through eight more episodes in in two more weeks, so... I'll see how it goes. Brian's like, maybe. I think Nick I would, might I have would, checked some of it out, so he might also be available for a discussion. On it it takes... There's a very cool, like, twist in the crew about halfway through. Mm. And Does Keanu it, Reeves join the cast of the show? No, he, he doesn't. That's a bummer. But <laughs> I... The the voice acting in this game, or it, I'm sorry, in, in this anime is significantly better than the voice acting in the game. Um, like, I, yeah, like Keanu's, like, whatever. They slapped a famous name on their game for notoriety. So what? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, it could have been anybody. Like, honestly, like anybody could have played. name out of your mouth. I love Keanu. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, Keanu. I'm not dogging him. I just I think they poorly utilized him yeah uh for like for the sake of just having a a famous name on their thing granted like maybe he somehow fits the look and feel of of what uh mike pondsmith right that's his name the original writer of cyberpunk maybe he is the embodiment of johnny silverhand according to mike pondsmith i don't know i haven't looked into any of that but um I do think the refused being the band that makes up Johnny that makes up Samurai the band that Johnny Silverhand is in uh is re- really cool. You don't hear anything about Johnny Silverhand and Samurai in Edge Runners that doesn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. This is a completely different story of in in cast of characters. The only um the only repeat character that you hear about is Adam Smasher. Um, he he comes up towards the end of the series, so he just but, reminds me of a character from Deus Ex, but I can't remember the name of the character. But you got to remember that Cyberpunk twenty twenty and Adam Smasher have been around longer than Deus Ex has. Like, this is true. Deus Ex probably stole that idea from Mike Pondsmith. Let's be honest here. Um. Anyways, the Edge Runner anime is very cool. The story is great. It is. Com- like absolutely devastatingly heartbreaking uh like f- from beginning to end just seeing uh th- and I don't think this gives away too much because I spoke about it in our episode but the main character David gets a Sandevistan uh cybernetic which allows him to slow down time essentially and like he can move very he just moves hyper fast like through time so it seems as though he's slowing down time he's just moving so stupid fast And it's kind of, it follows like his fall into like becoming a cyber psycho almost from like just getting obsessed with cybernetics Mm -hmm. um, as an underachiever, I guess, because that's who he is in his school form, which they start the show out with. Um, 
it's just it's really it's really good. And if you like anime, you'll love it. If you like cyberpunk and the game, you will love it even more than the game. I think uh, if you are not that into the game and you watch Edge Runners, you will probably want to play the game more, which is what it did to me. Um, because I felt like I was kind of falling off the game, and I was like, well, maybe I'll just watch Edge Runners, and maybe this will like get me all hyped up on it, and it absolutely did. Like, I want to finish the game now because it made me want to go do side quests to get all the crazy, super cybernetic stuff. Because uh, it it just helped me realize I was playing the game in a manner in which it probably wasn't intended to be played because I'm not utilizing any of the cool like hacking cybernetic nonsense like yeah. making making people like overheat and like causing like sparks in their brain and like using I, I haven't been using any of those abilities any which essentially are, are like quote unquote magic in like a D and D or other yeah. RPG, um, but you're clearly m- meant to use those. Uh, but as I was saying in our episode, like the the game doesn't let you. There's no group dynamic to it, which is what I think the anime does really well. Is it creates this really awesome group dynamic between the edge runners and who they are and like who they evolve into later down the line. Um, I really like. I can't remember his name now because he's only in a couple of episodes, but their driver at the end of the game is really cool. He's kind of he's kind of like a hillbilly. He kind of talks like this, uh, like he's got a pack of gum that he found, um, and uh, he's got a cool mustache and he's got a metal arm. So I just want to uh, say for the record, I like the pack of gum meme a thousand times more than the Bloodborne one in our yeah. show. So uh, no, it's good. Um, good. But it's also it, something yeah, you this, can find on the stairs. Yeah, you can find a pack of gum on the stairs. That's for sure. You Someone can. could drop their gum on the stairs. Uh, but what, one thing I will say, like, John, I think you mentioned that David kind of starts to f- fall into this path of, you know, the under the seedy underbelly of, underbelly of, of the city because of partly because of his cybernetic. But like the thing is, is that the school that he's in is the Arasaka school, which is the big corporation in night city. Mm-hmm. And like, the thing that's so sad about it to me, one of the one of the additional layers of sad on the events <laughs> of the show that happen in that first episode that I will not say as like a spoiler, um, is that like the hopeful side of his life or the thing that his mom has worked or or is proud of him for is like being in the Arasaka school. But that, I think, in most cases, just leads to you being another cog in the corporate wheel, you know? Right, yeah. And there's something that feels so dead inside to me about that, (laughs) of just, like, you know, I'm so proud of you, you're gonna work for Arasaka, it's like, uh, like, there's, it, it, it's so deflating that, like, the, the, the standard that you would live up to would be the just like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, push, push my pencil, my digital pencil around to Arasaka every day for eight hours. And, you know, I don't know. It's just that there's something so bleak about the world of cyberpunk to me that makes it hard for me to want to spend time there <laughs> is kind mm. of what I'm saying. But I think it's good. Like this, this built that image for me so much more successfully than I feel like the, sh- the, 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 the game did in a lot of ways that I think it's, it really shows you what should be so compelling about the game. And I'm wondering, because as you said, the show is the connective tissue or some of the connective tissue between the original game and the expansion that's coming. I'm curious to know if, this storytelling team or however, you know, I don't know enough about how uh, this slots into the CDPR org chart, but how much of what they're doing in this anime is going to inform what they're doing in the new expansion, you know, story-wise. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. It certainly makes me interested in, in Phantom Liberty more. Yeah, it's going to be cool, I think. 
but I yeah, it's the it is a very uh bleak story in general. There it's not there's not a lot of hopefulness <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Like even even through the end, uh it gets it gets pretty sad at the very end of it. Um mm. But uh yeah, it's it's if again if you like the ideas of cyberpunk and the game absolutely check out the series it is awesome and like alex said the animation is gorgeous um really well drawn again voice acting is great the only character who had like kind of like ho-hum voice acting is main uh which i don't know if you guys you may have gotten to main Maybe not. I don't know. He's the big uh, burly. Yeah. He's the big burly dude who basically sounds like Barrett from the Final Fantasy remake. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I don't you'll, remember getting. You'll get him. there. You'll get there. But he, uh, yeah, his his voice acting is just kind of over the top again, mm-hmm. much like Barrett's is in Final Fantasy remake, where it's just like, why are you yelling? Like <laughs> his caps lock. That's an anime thing, though. You know, in a lot yeah, of well, ways. I mean, that's the thing is like for his like. I don't know why, but for some reason it doesn't feel right from his character, but there's another character named Becca who is essentially like almost like a cybernetic younger girl who's like older because like but made like had has held herself to look younger through mm-hmm. cybernetics somehow. At least that's the way I perceived it. Um but like she is constantly screaming everything and like she is the most anime thing like of all like if, if you want to fall into like anime like otaku-ness and like uh kawaii just the, culture just yeah just that like you know sailor moon kind of whatever ranma like all these other mangas and anime things that everybody knew in like the early 90s the, like Becca is like the trope of all of that, and then you have like the really cool kick-ass characters, uh, you know, like uh, like Lucy and and Kiwi, who you'll run into, are super cool. And then I can't remember Becca's brother's name, but he he ends up with um some super wicked like gorilla arms or something like I you know you'll you'll see it's just yeah, but. Becca is like the epitome of anime like screaming girl character. She's she's fantastic. And she has like gigantic robot arms too. Like she's tiny, her <laughs> body's small, but she has these big huge oversized arms and she's always wearing like a big overcoat. Like it, like clearly her clothes don't fit her. She's wearing like Mane's jacket all the time because like yeah, it just it's just too it's funny. It's she's a very cool character, but yeah, the the relationship between Lucy and David is cool. Um, you you'll see that unfold and what happens there, and just David's development as a character again as he kind of falls into like becoming a, a like a, a cybernetic fiend because he just it's that you know it's that addiction of like anything really. Uh, I I assume that if any of us had. Like just our just speaking of our normal addiction to technology in general, you know these cell phones that we have are pretty cool. But imagine if like you could slow down time with them. Like how much cooler would that be? <laughs> and like, you know, I, I just could, the idea if you could that, literally make your body better instead of just like anything you do with your body right now that is anywhere near this is like I'm trying to make my leg continue working. It's not like I want my leg to run faster than ever before. So it's kind um, of if like you keep running, your legs will get stronger. It, no, that's it. Not, just brings no, it brings no, in a lot of no, like no, no. the it, it brings is... in a lot of like the Westworld stuff of like consciousness and like I mean, so Adam Smasher the character is basically like ninety nine percent like robot at this. He's point. He's the like, ship of Theseus at this point, right? It's like he's he's completely rebuilt his body. Is he still who he once was? Who knows? The, yeah, and the, the well, the only thing that he is that that makes him who he was before is the consciousness that has been like brought over into this robotic body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming through the lore of the game, like using the Soul Killer AI or whatever it was that they used to like trap Johnny Silverhand, like you know, consciousness in, in into V's shard or whatever. 
Yeah. But just the idea, like, imagine if you as a human being had the ability, like, you had a shard, like, you had you had a computer built into your the cortex of your brain that you could put little, like, you know, SD cards into to, like, learn things. And, you know, it's very much Matrix and yeah. Altered Carbon want, and, like, all of this sci-fi shit. I want all of this stuff. I want to be a fucking Westworld host. Like, I want like, all of that. You know, I'm not going to pay my $20 to get 7,000 gold or whatever in Marvel Snap. I want to pay $20 to know Kung Fu now. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, I don't want to work to make my body better. I want to buy it. But it's like, it's, it's like the, uh, it's like the thing in in uh, in 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 the beginning of uh, of Edge Runners where David's watching that crazy ass BD, the brain dance that's yes. going on, yep. and he he can like feel the pain from it, you know, and like he's reacting to it and shit, like like it it could it could all be like it could, or there's uh, what is it the in 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 the game. Uh, there's a, a a mayor or somebody that gets murdered, and you find out that he had like a bad brain dance that was like spiked with the virus. Like, yeah, you you could put a bad shard in your cortex computer, and it could fry your brain well, or something. I don't you know what I mean? Do like, any of that? I don't need to feel. I want to turn off the pain with the cybernetics. I don't, yeah. all, all I know is the the ideas behind all of this stuff, like what it what it means for technology and like bringing the human race forward is so cool to me like you know it's a sh- it's a shame Westworld was canceled because I feel like I just want to I want to live in that universe more you know it's just like yeah I mean, who- Dude, I don't but know there's if I want to live forever so, like, necessarily but like, yeah like know. there's there's so much like about it that feels so dangerous and like you know, because you know it's never going to be used for good. There's yeah. there's always going to be someone using it for bad, and it's yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> I, I mean, like the amount of times we've harped about subscription fees and things like that, and like in Edge yeah. Runners in the first yeah. episode, like David <laughs> David's washing machine, like the subscription ran out for the washing machine in their apartment. Yes, and he's like, yeah. "Mom, did you pay the we're, bill for that?" And she's like, "I thought there. I did." The the like the uh, there's all these states that are trying to introduce legislation because they're pissed about needing to pay for the subscription fee for heated seats in some of these electric cars and things that people yeah. are bringing out. Like and how like, soon? We are, like where? How far away are, are we from having to pay for, to be able to use turn signals in our cars? I mean, not yeah. that BMW owners use them anyways because <laughs> they don't. You know, they don't. They don't. They don't ever use them, but. Uh, yeah. No, it's Mm-mm. the future is bleak. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. But exciting. And cyberpunk is cyberpunk is cool. Yes. To to be well, an edge runner. Sometimes. It's interesting to to watch. It might not be interesting to be a part of or it might be hard to be a part of anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I don't have any thing else to talk about on this side quest. I just I really enjoyed edge runners. That's good. That's good. Nicole wanted me to tell another brain intersection story. Okay. <laughs> Again, involving the baby. Not involving the dumb hick accent. But basically, Damn. we were changing. We were about to change the the baby's diaper, and she was farting, of course. And so we wanted to know if she was pooping. And then we started. I started singing, of course, pooping time to the tune of closing time. <laughs> and uh and uh, the first line that we both went to was open up your bowels <laughs> and it just you know it's one of those things that we know that our brains are starting to meld into one yeah neither of us has a full complete brain anymore we just share the one brain i think is the is the truth the melding of minds. Yes. I just saw Desmond walk down the stairs. He's being sneaky. Is but... that a rare thing? Well, the door's usually closed, so I don't uh... know what happened, but he's I think he's down here now. Some anyway. other cat. I don't see him. Yeah. Well, you won't see him. He doesn't want to you'd, be seen. You'd never see him. Like he doesn't really exist. 
He's a ninja cat. Uh, Next to the Pampers. Oh. oh, yeah, I, I see his head moving. Oh, I can barely see the floor. Yeah, there's too much shit down here. But anyway. Anyways. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else. But uh, that's okay. I also think I need to finish the Castlevania anime. Yeah. Okay, so I'm glad I waited to watch most of that or the rest of it because I got to watch it, you know, with HDR and all that. Mm. It was very pretty. And I think it's an HDR. I don't know. It looks fucking great on the LG. I would think so. Um, Yeah, I I don't even think I finished season one, so I need to. I feel like. I, I just need to start it over again. I realize that. I'm like John with video games, but with TV shows. Is that I get partway in, and then I'm like, I should just restart it. And then I never end up finishing it. I mean, it's yep. done. Like, it yeah. had four seasons, and they're done. But there is a spinoff coming, too, so that's another reason to watch it. Yeah. What is the... Do you remember what the spinoff is? Mm, one of the other Belmonts. Ah, uh, okay. But I can't remember the name. Probably Richter. Der- Derek. Derek Belmont. <laughs> Chad. Chad Belmont. Stephen <laughs> Belmont. <laughs> Bill. Oh, man. Bill. Bill Belmont. That's pretty good. <laughs> not played to be. By Bill, played by Bill Bellamy. Yeah, I was going to say not to be confused with Bill Bellamy. Castlevania Nocturne follows Richter and Maria. Nice. Yeah, I'll check cool. that out. I was like overall I was really pleased with that show. Um I mean the first season was probably the best, but like the other ones are definitely worth watching. I would say season 2 and like 4 were the best, second best ones. Second and third best. Something about episodes. 3 I didn't like as much. Oh, I didn't realize it was like they actually ended up at 10 episode seasons by three and four. Because the first one was only four yeah. episodes. Yeah. And yeah. The first like, one was short. I didn't get through that one. Really? <laughs> no, I oh, man. <laughs> I, no, I think the I first watched one... like two or three episodes and I was like, this shit is awesome. And then I never watched it. It, it escalates, <laughs> though. It gets crazy. Yeah. It does get really crazy. And then, yeah, it gets crazier from there, too, so. Like, I mean, I feel like they could have just ended at the first season, but I was oh really happy God, to see where Oh, my God, this cast list is it. amazing. Yeah. I didn't even, like, half of these people. Like, I mean, Richard Armitage and Graham McTavish are really good in the first season, but, like, apparently Peter Stormare is in season two. Bill Nighy and Jason Isaacs in season three. And Lance Reddick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a Malcolm lot of- McDowell in season four. Crazy. Lance Reddick's character is the shit. <laughs> He's called the captain, so I would hope so. <laughs> but awesome. Wait, maybe I'm thinking of a different character. You might be then, I guess. Anyway. I think that's a side quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what that bit is, but... It's no bit. <laughs> Just talking really close to the microphone. Nice. nice. Anyways. Yeah, that's it for the side quest. Uh, we've got some other anime to watch. We, do. we should watch more anime. <laughs> We should. We should. There's a lot of stuff out there that I've heard good things about. Brian, have you watched Avatar The Last Airbender? Mm. Nah. You should. That would be a good one. That's a great show. It's a little little hard to watch in terms of like, it doesn't look great. Ah, it's so cool. modern TVs. It was right at that turn of like, I think honestly, like I think 
seasons three and four might be in widescreen or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. Or season three, at least. Anyway, that's a good show, though. Yeah. But anyway. We'll watch We'll watch more anime and talk about it in our side quests. There you go. We should watch the Animatrix again. I did that not that long ago, and it was great. That'd I've be never cool. watched that. It's so good. It's very good. Hell yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.